What's up, everybody? Ryan Thomas here, and you are listening to the Thomas Take Sports Podcast, coming to you live on Facebook, Twitter, Spreaker, YouTube, and last but not least, a new platform for the Thomas Take Sports Podcast, Anchor. Anchor is awesome. I love it. I've enjoyed using it so far. I've enjoyed getting uh, accustomed to how it works, and this is great. It, it is awesome. So you can find me at anchor.fm slash Thomas Take or anchor.com slash Thomas Take, and you will find my channel and listen to more of my podcasts. So thank you for uh, subscribing. Please feel free to subscribe. Follow me on Twitter at Ryan Thomas Take. Also, you can follow me on Instagram at Ryan Thomas Take. So let's get started. If you have never listened to my podcast before, I'm going to lay down what to expect on the Thomas Take Sports Podcast. You can expect great takes, constantly, great Thomas takes from yours truly, Ryan Thomas, on all things sports, whether it's the National Football League, Mixed Martial Arts, Major League Baseball, the National Hockey League, anything. The NBA Finals are here. The Raptors have a one nothing lead in the series, which I am loving it. I, I want to see the Warriors lose so badly. Everybody knows that, that, that knows me. Everybody that follows me knows that, that I want the Warriors to lose. I would need a new new team, new champ in the NBA to pique my interest again. You can expect post-game reactions to each and every Buffalo Bills game throughout the season. Whether they win or they lose, I'm on the mic talking about it right after the game. When the game's on at 1 and it ends at 4, I'm on at 5. When the game's on at 4 and it ends at 7, I'm on at 8. The game is Monday Night Football, Sunday Night Football, Thanksgiving. I'm on later that night. I love this. I have created this podcast uh, into something really special, and it has been going strong for three years, getting bigger and better each and every day. I've had some great guests on the podcast as well. Cannot wait to have more great guests. Excuse me, more great guests. Each and every Wednesday, guests will be live on the show. So that's what you can expect. Sundays, Wednesdays, Thursdays, this is a special Saturday edition of the Thomas Take Sports Podcast. So I'm going to talk about an MMA topic. Today, 1 o'clock, Stockholm, Sweden, UFC on ESPN+. Plus. Alexander Gustafsson, Anthony Smith, two fighters that are coming off losses to the same opponent in John Jones in title-losing efforts. And both showed pretty lackluster performances. Anthony Smith had 25 minutes of of basically being thrown around the octagon, punched around the octagon, kicked around the octagon, whereas Alexander Gustafsson lost that fight in two rounds. I can't really tell you which which performance was worse, but I would have to side with Smith as far as which performance was better, being that he actually did go the distance. But there is a difference between getting your butt whooped for 25 minutes or – and going the distance, or going the distance and actually going toe-to-toe with your opponent and giving him a show, giving him a run, giving him a run for his money. Alexander Gustin did not do that, and Anthony Smith at least did go the distance in one regard, but he did get his butt whooped throughout those 25 minutes. So both are pretty bad. So the UFC decides, let's put these guys in there together. Let's put these guys in the in the octagon. Let's see what they got. Let's see how these guys will fit into the light heavyweight title picture. And essentially, I thought that 
that was a great move because this is a crossroads fight for each guy. Whoever wins this fight stays in title contention. Whoever loses this fight falls off completely and has to start down a new path in their career. Before I get into who I think will win this fight and why, I think that it's very rare to talk about a fight for me on this podcast and to actually appreciate the fight for what it is. This isn't a money fight. This isn't a a uh, A-list fight. It's on ESPN+. Plus. But this is as true a fight as any that the UFC has made. What I mean by that is the intent is just simply to watch a great fight. The intent is to literally put two of the three best light heavyweights in the octagon together and see which one is better. I feel like the UFC has lost out on that art, has lost out on that concept of matchmaking in the in the quote-unquote Conor McGregor era where everything's about money fights, everything's about title belts, champ, champ, this champ moving up, this champ moving down. Whereas the Alexander Gustafson fight and the Anthony Smith fight is literally a light heavyweight matchup, five-round main event, we'll find out who's better. I like that. And if I were to just go off of performances and and rate who I think is better, I think Alexander Gustin is the better mixed martial artist. But that doesn't mean that Anthony Smith can't win this fight. And Anthony Smith is as tough and as durable and and is as durable as they come. As I said, he lasted twenty five minutes with John Jones. That's a pretty notable feat. That's a pretty great accomplishment to be able to last that long with John Jones, albeit getting your butt whooped, it shows how tough and how durable and how nasty he is. Anthony Smith is not a quitter. And if you watch John Jones versus Alexander Gustafson, I, I don't know if I can say quite the same. Gustafson really disappointed me in that rematch. That rematch was four years in the making. That rematch was four years in the making to a fight that was arguably Gustafson's biggest arrival performance in the first fight with John Jones. He really arrived that night on the MMA scene. Granted, he was winning a lot of great fights, doing a lot of big things, but that title fight really put him on the map as a, as a true force in the light heavyweight division. And many, including myself, hold the belief that Alexander Gustafson won that night uh, five, six years ago. So... That was disappointing to see the performance that he put out, performance that was just not, it was about three, four years ago, I should say, performance that was just not great. I mean, he, he never really showed that he was in the fight, never really did anything to, to prove anything that he was deserving of that matchup. So that's very hard. That's very hard for a man of of my intelligence to handle in the words of, a, of in the words of Apollo Creed that's that's tough and i think that maybe the matchup got to him maybe the pressure of the matchup got to him i'm not sure i'm really not but what i am sure of is that you have a fighter that has now lost to John Jones twice he's lost to Daniel Cormier once so really, Daniel Cormier does belong in this mix too. Even though he is the heavyweight champ, Daniel Cormier is still a fixture in that division. His presence looms large over it because after he fights Stipe, win or lose, I think he will drop down to light heavyweight for reasons unbeknownst to me, and he will fight John Jones again 
at 205 pounds. The fight is too big for the UFC to not make it happen. And it's really the only clear matchup out there for John Jones that would really be a, a huge money-making pay-per-view. Daniel Cormier is a draw. John Jones and Daniel Cormier on the same bill, I should say, makes Cormier more of a draw. And the UFC wants Cormier to be a draw. So as long as they want Cormier to be a draw, John Jones will fight him. And you're going to ask yourselves right now, how will Alexander Gustafson and Anthony Smith fall into this picture? Well, I think the winner of this fight will not get another title shot in their next fight. The winner of this fight, I think, is going to fight the winner of Luke Rockhold and Jan Blakowicz, which I think will be Luke Rockhold. But Luke Rockhold has shown that he can get knocked out. So who the hell knows? But if Luke Rockhold wins that fight, I think no matter who wins this fight tonight or today between Gustafson and Smith, the winner of that fight will fight Luke Rockhold if Luke Rockhold wins his fight. Because the UFC wants to promote Rockhold at 205 now. Uh, Luke Rockhold wants to be at 205. He doesn't want to cut weight anymore. He feels like he should have made this career adjustment long ago. And I, I can't say I disagree with that given that Rockhold has had a real tough time making that weight and his chin just to simply not hold up at 185 pounds. Maybe with a little bit more weight on him, more oxygen to the brain, he can take a bigger punch. And it's really hard putting that into terms for people that aren't fight fans, but the more you cut weight, the more oxygen you lose to your brain because essentially the more you cut weight, the more you dehydrate yourself. And the more you dehydrate yourself, the more you cut off oxygen blood flow to the brain. So with Luke Rockhold being at 205, yeah, he's probably going to be a force in that division if he wins that fight versus Jan. If he loses that fight versus Jan, who's a real tough out, by the way, then you can kind of see how Luke Rockhold could kind of be thrown into that mix. But I think Gustafson will fight Jones again at some point. I think Anthony Smith will fight Jones again at some point. And it's not as it's not necessarily because they are these great fighters, which they are, but I think it's that and the fact that John Jones will not move up to heavyweight. I don't I don't see that happening for a long time. John Jones looks at heavyweight right now and he sees that it's deep. He sees that there's true heavyweights in that division now. Whereas before when he talked about it, you know, there was Fabricio Verdum as the champ, which I know Fabricio Verdum is probably going to end up in the UFC Hall of Fame one day. Maybe not, but probably should be. And all that is well and fine, fine and dandy, but John Jones would beat him. It's just that simple. Um, Verdum is smaller than Jones at heavyweight. And John Jones would be a massive massive star if he were to move up to heavyweight and and had beaten the champ at that time Fabricio Verdun. But I think that time has actually passed due to the fact that that division has gotten better. I honestly don't know if John Jones gets through Stipe Miocic. I don't know if, if Daniel Cormier gets through Stipe Miocic the second time around. I don't know if John Jones gets through Francis Ngannou. Um, I don't know if John Jones is ready for that move just yet. But as far as Gustafson and Smith go, I think Anthony Smith has 
quite a lot to prove in this fight. What I mean by that is he has so much to prove, being that he really has just come onto the scene. He was given this title shot versus John Jones by a lot of people's estimations as a little bit too early, kind of force-feeding this title shot to Anthony Smith. Where I disagree. I mean, he beat three former he beat three former champs in a row. Uh, Shogun Hua, Rashad Evans, and I can't remember who the other one was. But he beat them all. Or no, he had, he had three straight wins, two versus former champs, Shogun and Rashad, and then beat Volkan Uzdemir. Rashad, Shogun, and Uzdemir. I think that was the order that it went. Maybe it wasn't, but I know that's those are who his last three wins were against. And Uzdemir is a tough out. He hit Daniel Cormier with some big shots in that in that first round early in the early going of that title fight. So for Anthony Smith to have these performances where he's losing and he comes back and wins versus Ozdemir, he starches Rashad Evans with all due respect, starches Mauricio Shogunhua with all due respect, and then he gets this title shot versus John Jones. He's come out and said that he is just completely beside himself over that performance. He can't get over it. He can't look past it. He cannot move on. And that's okay. You know, a lot of fans are wondering, well, is Anthony Smith thinking about this loss too much to John Jones? Is he thinking about it too much? I don't think he's I don't think there is such thing. I think Anthony Smith being the ultra competitor that he is, he wants to show that he belongs in the UFC, that he belongs in this UFC 205-pound division, the light heavyweight division, literally yelling to his opponent, now you know my name, now do you know my name? When he fought Hector Lombard a few years back. I mean, there, there is a bigger story here with Anthony Smith than what people are talking about. The story is that this guy has been a journeyman mixed martial artist for the majority of his career, was was essentially unseen, unrecognized, and now he's on the scene. And he wants to prove that he belongs on the scene. Whereas Alexander Gustafson, every MMA fan knows who he is around the world. He's world he's a worldwide superstar. So this is a big fight for both guys. If if Alexander Gustafson proves that he can beat Anthony Smith. We respect Anthony Smith as MMA fans because we know that he went the distance with John Jones. He's tough. He's durable. And he, as I just said, he arrived on the scene. And he went down the, the, the long road to get to where he is today. So there's some respect there, mutual respect there between the fans and Smith and the fans and Gus. And the, so each fan should have a, a deep respect for both of these guys because they've both proven that they belong here. They belong in this moment. And we'll see what happens. I mean, if I were to go out on a limb and make a prediction, which is what you have all been waiting for, if I were to make a prediction, I would say that it really depends on the ferocity that Anthony Smith enters the octagon with that night. If he has this deer-in-the-headlights, head-in-the-clouds mentality, then he's going to lose very quickly to Alexander Gustafson. I could see it being ended in the first or second round by TKO or by just clean knockout. But if Anthony Smith shows up, and Anthony Smith shows that he's this tough, durable, nasty guy, then you could see a five-round slobber knocker with it being a judge's decision of 48-47 Gustafson, 48-47 Smith. And then the final judge saying 48-47 Gustafson or Smith, split decision for the winner, I believe it'll be Alexander Gustafson. But 
Only time will tell, and that's what makes this so special. MMA is is unlike any other sport. You can't predict it. You just got to kick back, watch it, and enjoy the ride. I'm Ryan Thomas. That was the Thomas Take Sports Podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in on a new platform, Anchor. I'm going to really enjoy broadcasting my podcast for every sports fan on this app. For all things sports, I'm Ryan Thomas. Join the takeover. Follow me at Ryan Thomas Take on Twitter and at Ryan Thomas Take on Instagram. Take care, everybody.